What's up, CJM Nation? This is episode two of the CJM Podcast, and I'm your host, DJ Daniels, and my co-hosts are... Chris Olivares and Matthew Roberts. Let's immediately get into some of the NFL news. It has been a pretty newsworthy week in terms of everything going on. A lot of people trying to get traded, a lot of just good games and problems in the NFL. Let's start with the NFC South. They started really strong, but, you know, they're starting to diminish. I mean, we saw the Bucks collapse uh, on Thursday, and then the Falcons started out really good, and now they can't finish drives, they can't finish games. What do y'all think? Speaking of drives and driving, uh, Chris Olave, he, uh, he decided um, that speed limits just don't exist, I guess, and he was going 70 and a 30. That's, that's outrageous. I mean... You saw what happened last year with Henry Ruggs and stuff, yeah. and maybe maybe he wasn't under the influence of anything, but he was still going a crazy speed in the 30-mile-per-hour zone. Like, that's crazy. And he was quoted telling the cop, I play for the Saints, to which the cop just re- responded with, and? Yeah, that yeah. was pretty. But I don't know what the NFC South is going to do. Apparently, Everyone said that the Saints were going to take the take the division. I think they're a good team. They're like, with Alvin Kamara back after being suspended for fighting, you know. And they got Jamal Williams back. I, I don't know. I think they're a good, solid team. Um, I know a couple of Saints fans that don't really like Derek Carr at yeah. quarterback. They, I think he's a good quarterback. He just he, he makes mistakes every once in a while. Yeah. And speaking of NFC South news, what do we think about the whole uh, Bijan Robinson I think issue? that is pretty sketchy. I mean, how can you leave a guy off of your injury reports claiming he was sick and then refusing to play in the entire first half? In a game that you were struggling in, and obviously, you, they ultimately won the game, but was it 16-13? But to have a player like Bijan Robinson, like you know what he can do, you know what his capabilities are, and you bench him the entire first half, and anybody asks you about it, like, oh, well, he was sick. But when a player is sick or injured, they have to be on the injury report before the game, and the Falcons did not put him on that injury report, which did launch an investigation in the NFL and now they're trying to figure out what was the true reason. Yeah, I saw he had a headache, but, I mean, did he, he went in, right? He did. In, in the second half, I believe he did go He in. No, but he went in, like, in the fourth quarter with, like, a couple minutes yeah, left. Yeah, probably had to. They probably called yeah. him down from the booth. So we're going to move on here So to a division you guys know well. Is Sam Howell the problem with the Commanders? No. I saw that they were going to bench Sam Howell middle of the season. He's on pace to get sacked more than David Carr on the yeah. the record for the most sacks. That's crazy. Yeah, so I I like Sam Howell. I thought he did really good I mean, in the preseason. Unless but. it's just like because I don't watch too many Commanders games, right? Mm-hmm. But when I have, he has gotten sacked a lot. And I don't know if it's his fault if he holds on for it too, for too long. But his line, his line needs to support him, man, yeah. because they're just like letting letting their little bro get get stuffed out there the whole whole game. That team is good too. I mean, you got Scary Terry, uh, Brian Robinson. I like Brian Robinson. I ha- I drafted him last year, but when he got shot, I mean, there's nothing we can do about that. Yeah, but I think that team it's just some bad luck. Um, so now we're gonna move on to the AFC, and we're gonna talk about my division, the AFC South. Should the Titans trade D-Hop and Derrick Henry? But they're going to start uh, Will Levis this weekend. Should they see how the Will Levis experiment goes? And maybe they can turn around with Will Levis. What I do feel think? like there needs to be an overhaul youth movement in Tennessee. Because, I mean, you have Derrick Henry. He isn't that old, but he's getting up there in age, and he's still a very a very good running back. So that being said, right now would probably be the golden time for Tennessee to look for a trade. It could possibly get maybe a, a first and second round pick for him. 
But ultimately, and trading DeAndre Hopkins, I would say let him play out the season and maybe even let him walk in free agency because I don't see too many teams wanting to take a chance on him. Yeah. But um, it's probably going to be a high buy yeah, price for D Hop, too. There was, there's a lot of teams that reached out to D Hop. Yeah. And, like, they wanted him, but what about now? Because he hasn't been producing. And he wants so. to get paid like these younger guys. And yeah, he's and he's just anymore. not it anymore. Like, where do y'all think Derrick Henry should go? <sighs> my bias? Oh, no, I can't say it. Well, I saw, I can't say I my saw bias. like, a big rumor that he was going to go. Like, I saw the Cowboys yeah. in Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore is the front runner right now. Yeah, but the thing is, um, people are saying, "Oh, he should go to Dallas." Man, I'd love it if he went to Dallas. But Jerry Jones already said he doesn't want anybody else. Yeah, and yet right after he said that, he turns right back around and says that they are exploring trades with other teams. But they, I don't know why. But I mean, is Tony Pollard not the answer? I don't know, man. Because every time, every time the Cowboys fan base gets a gets a running back and they have like one or two bad games. We immediately yeah. start crapping on him and just yeah, saying I, I feel give he's not the time. answer. He, yeah, give him the let time. Him let yeah. let him. We need to adjust this and new offense. We really, really need to exactly adjust the new right offense. Here. Yeah, I saw he was getting twenty touches a game. So yeah, and they don't incorporate Deuce Vaughn. They should keep like put him at the slot. Dude, he's too small sometimes. Yeah, like he can't really. No, he he's put up some good blocks I've seen, but like he's really small. And speaking of the Cowboys division, what about San Francisco? They're they've lost two in a row. What do y'all think? Is it Brock Purdy or is it? Uh, it's, it's the injuries. You it's think? the injuries. The injury bug has has really gotten them. I mean, Christian McCaffrey was hurt, and he still went off. Yeah. Debo Samuel didn't get to play. That might have been a factor because with Debo Samuel, that offense is is ex- even more explosive than it already is. But uh, do you think? Uh, Brock Purdy should be benched, or do you think? Dude, it's it's crazy. I think the word bench gets thrown around way too much, man. Like, oh, have have a bad game. Bench him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Bench him. No, dude. Like, I I think think Brock Purdy has done quite a bit for them already, and they just need to calm down. Just... Just get back into the groove of what they were doing because they were dominating. Yeah. Just get back in the groove of it, get your players healthy, and go because they have a tough schedule ahead. A little bit of a bias here, but we're going to talk about the battle of the one and two pick this weekend. Texans versus Carolina. What are we thinking? I think the Texans have it yeah, against Carolina. i Houston on this one. I just think that uh, Bryce Young is just too small. I think he's really smart, but he's just too small in that O-line. I, I heard they had, like, one of the best O-lines, and, like, all they needed was a quarterback, but they're 0-6 now. What do y'all think? Yeah, I mean, C.J. Stroud is just him. Honestly, yeah. he's really good. I don't think uh, a lot of people, are, enough people are talking about it. He's obviously rookie of the year right now. Mm-hmm. There's nobody doing better than him. And another thing, too, about C.J. Stroud is that going into the season, he had what the lowest grade of the quarterback yeah like, like they, there's they a had. bunch of memes yeah, uh, he couldn't pass like a simple reading test or something like that but uh but now he's proven everybody wrong he's proven me wrong which i love i wanted bryce young early in the season or before the draft and there was talks uh when cj stroud was still at ohio state i was like i really don't want cj stroud i want bryce young but now going back i was definitely wrong i love <laughs> cj stroud I think he's really taken the whole Houston mentality, and he loves Houston. He's already said it. He's come out and said that he's really starting to fall in love with Houston. And just I know the Texans, a little bit of a bias, but the Texans' or our energy right now is really like we are going to fight every single play. So I'm pretty excited about that. Now we're going to talk about the Baltimore and the Detroit game. Detroit kind of fell down a little bit, took a few steps back, and Baltimore really looked like they could be a contender. What do y'all think? That hurt me, man, because I was literally just guessing up the lines last week. Yeah. And, I mean, 
I still think they're a good team. They just had a bad game. All good teams have bad games. Look at the Eagles losing to a not-so-good not team. Yeah. The Niners back-to-back losses to mid-teams. Like, it's just a game they had to have, I guess, you know? And so Against tra- a strong team, too. They're yeah, not a bad right, team. Definitely. The Ravens are strong. Um, trade deadline is Halloween, right? Yes. Who do we think's leaving? Dude, I, I feel like within the next couple days, things are going to change in multiple places. I think I we're going to have to see uh, tomorrow, and we're going to yeah. have to see like what goes on, who wins, who loses. I think if some team, like the Commanders, they don't like Chase Young for some reason. I don't That's know why. Weird, dude. They, they've been talking about trying to. They talk. They were talking about training him. He's early really in the good. Year. Yeah, he's, he's really good. I, he had that good season in 2020. Yeah, but his injuries hurt, and yeah. stuff haven't been on his favor. Haven't been in his favor. And do y'all think Mike Evans is going to go anywhere? You think he's going to get traded, or do you think they just keep hold on to him? <sighs> I wouldn't be surprised if they hold on to him just for this season. But at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised seeing them trade trade him to another team, such as maybe the Texans or maybe even Chicago. Ooh, Man, Chicago if. if, if CJ Stroud got Mike Evans. It, it would it would be really really fun to see. Yeah, and I, I wanna, Bear, that Bears wide receiver core if they got Mike Evans would mm. be pretty good. I mean, I want to talk about let's backtrack to we we're talking about quarterbacks benching earlier. I want to ask you this because we started our little um, our dynasty league right five yep. year league, and it got me thinking because I asked my roommate. I said, should I draft Dak? And uh, this league is for the next five years. And he goes, dude, I don't even know if he's good for the next two years. Yeah. What do you think about that? See, I think, uh, I don't know. I like, I think Dak, what are you going to do with Dak? I mean, you can't get rid of him. He's a staple in Dallas. They, everybody, I mean, the organization I think loves Dak. I think maybe two years. How long is his contract? His contract is, I want to say it was a five-year deal. I could be wrong, though. I think he'll play out that uh, that contract, but I think after that, I don't think he'll re-sign. But how old is he? He's already, I think he's almost 30 years old already, if not. Yeah, yeah. I think he'll play out this contract, and then he'll just move on. But I don't think that, I think he, they're not going to move on with him. I think they're just, He's signed through 2024, but they're already looking to extend him. Yeah, I think they're just going to extend him. I mean, he is, he has his days, and I mean, it goes with everything. They're starting to pick it back up with C.D. Lamb. Yeah, he, the, when they started to utilize, yeah, he's he's thirty. Yeah. Um, whenever they, they started using C.D. Uh, Lamb more, is whenever we started doing better, dude. Yeah. Because C.D. Lamb and Richard Sherman kind of kind of bit the bullet on that one when he said that C.D. Lamb wasn't a wide receiver one, and then C.D. Lamb went out to prove him wrong. You know, but um, honestly, I feel like. That was that was that was what was needed, dude. Because CD Lamb is a yeah, wide receiver one. The offense runs through CD Lamb. And yeah, he's having a good game. I mean, I feel like if you gave him a system like um, like Justin Jefferson has, mm-hmm. where it's just Justin Jefferson, yeah. Justin Jefferson, like drilling it to him, drilling it to him every like ten, time, like ten plus targets. Yeah, yeah. yeah even then, the games where he had bad, like bad games, he's only getting like five targets. He, he would be looked at just the same as Justin Jefferson, mm-hmm. really, because he's that good. Um, so. It's, Keeping on the NFC train, um, do you keep start? So, obviously, y'all saw the news. Daniel Jones is out again another week, and they're going to start Tyrod Taylor. Is Tyrod Taylor the answer, and do you bench Daniel Jones? I know he just they got won. that big, yeah, The I, Giants won a game. I think at least so. for the time being, uh, Tyrod Taylor is Tyrod the Taylor. that the New York Giants need. I like Tyrod Taylor. When he was a Texan, he had those two really good games. Uh, I think they, they won one of them. Because yeah. that was a full, one game he like that was last year when they won three games I think yeah they went yeah they yeah won three the, games. one of the one games they won was with Tyrod Taylor he, if he can stay healthy I think Tyrod Taylor is an is a good quarterback I think 
I don't like Daniel Jones at all. I think they overpaid him, and he's a drama queen. If you really wanted to win, don't take a big contract unless you're Patrick Mahomes. But I think they should keep and on. With Tyrod Taylor, we could be seeing another Geno Smith situation, too. Yeah, I agree. In his yeah. Um, so, obviously, on Thursday night, we saw a little bit of a, a tussle on a field goal attempt with the Bucks punter. Oh, yeah. The punter taking off his helmet and swinging it at another Bills player. I mean... You already saw what happened with Miles Garrett and yeah. what's I his name. That's just unprofessional. Yeah, the, it is. The replay I saw, like another player had taken off his helmet. Yeah. And but he did swing at it. So yeah. I don't think he initially like took off the helmet and started swinging the helmet. I think it just kind of happened. Heat of the moment stuff. But now we're gonna move on to our picks of the weekend. Let's get it started. We're gonna start with the Texans and the Panthers. What do y'all think? I th- I'm going to be obviously biased. I think the Texans can win this. I mean, Panthers are 0-6. What do y'all think? All right, so just to be clear, I had the Bills last night. I okay. had the Bills, so that's already 1-0. Um, I have the Texans this week. Mm-hmm. I really think, like we were talking about earlier, C.J. Stroud is a good quarterback. The Panthers don't really have it right now. They're yeah. just not a good team. I don't know what's going wrong with them. Yeah. I thought, for, I don't know, I, Frank Reich didn't really do good in Indy. We'll have to see. Um, on to what do you think, Chris, actually? Um, I'm actually going to side with the Texans on this one. I like the way C.J. Stroud has been playing, and I like that they have more of a put-together team than the Carolina Panthers. And the Panthers, early on, they did struggle in the beginning of the season when they dropped to 0-3. But if you look at those first three losses, they were close, relatively close games. But if you look at the last couple of games going into their bye week, they were letting their opponents score 40, 30-plus points on them. Mm-hmm. So going into this game, I think C.J. Stroud and the Texans get the job done and improve to 4-3. and three. I think Adam Thielen is going to have a hard time. I saw that the Texans are allowing the 28th amount of like points to uh, wide receivers. I think Adam Thielen is going to struggle, but I could be wrong. They don't have Derek Stingley. It should be interesting. To our next game, the Patriots and the Dolphins. Two and five Patriots and the five and two Dolphins. I think the Dolphins are going to win, but they have been struggling. They can't beat teams with good records. What do y'all think? The Dolphins. I think the Dolphins too. Yeah. And it, it's uh, it's it's a very very good team. You have a very good wide receiver core with Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. You have two amazing running backs in the backfield. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Moster and uh, a Kane or uh, Acne. Yeah, or what, is, is he name? back yet, or is he still on? IR? I think he's back. He yeah. might be. Yeah. yeah. He might be back. So that's that's a very good team, man. Chris talked about it. Uh, last episode, how if they turn the game into a track meet the way they've been, I don't think anybody can really contend with that. But that that Patriots defense, though, you know how Belichick is with his defenses. It's it's always they're always their high point is their defense. So and another funny thing too is that going back to the Brady Belichick era, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick didn't exactly have the best record when they played in Miami. Yeah, that is true. It is a Miami. Patriots game. Um, so we're gonna move on now to the Jets and the Giants. What are we thinking? Tyrod Taylor versus Zach Wilson. I got the Jets. I like Zach Wilson. I really do. He's a good quarterback. We we talked about it last episode. He um he has a future in New York if he just sticks around, just sticks it out, you know. Once because Aaron Rodgers is gonna come back, he is gonna take the job. But if he sticks through the mentorship and just learns, just really absorbs as much as he can. He has a future there in New York. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I saw that um, Aaron Rodgers suffered a setback. Did y'all see that? Oh, I, I hadn't. Yeah, I saw that he suffered a little bit of a setback, but I think, I think it was he still stayed for the playoffs. Yeah, I think yeah. he, he, and he's he did come out and say a while back that he is trying <laughs> his best to come back before the season's even over. So possibly week fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, so, that's wild. 
I think I'm going to go with the Jets. Actually, I'm going to go upset with the Giants. I think the Giants are going to win this. I think, I don't know, I like Tyrod Taylor. It's, it's kind of wild that, uh, like, Aaron Rodgers is looking to come back so early. Because look, look at Clay Thompson. He tore his Achilles. He missed almost, what, two years of basketball? Yeah, mm-hmm. but, I mean, that's a lot more running than being, yeah, being a quarterback. Um, to our next game, the Jags and the Steelers. 5-2 and two Jags, 4-2 and two Steelers. What do y'all think? Mm, I'm going to go ahead and take the Jags, mainly because I don't like the way that Pittsburgh, outside of last game, have been really struggling on offense mm-hmm. with their offensive coordinator, Matt Canada. And not to mention, there has been players and the whole fan base of the Steelers coming out and saying that they are already frustrated with Matt Canada and want him gone. I think that is going to carry into this game, and the, the Jags are going to get the job done. Mm-hmm. I think that, I mean, this could be a big game for the Jags. You go from you go from 5-3 and three to 6-2. and two. Put some, I mean, that's got to be like a top three record in the AFC. So a 6-2 and two Jags team, they're, they're definitely make the playoffs, I think. I think the Jags are going to win. It's so going to be a toss-up, man, because is, uh, Trevor Lawrence is still questionable. Is he? So, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, I, you know what? I'll be the only different one here. I'll go with the Steelers. Right, Why not? Right. They have a really good defense. They do have a good defense. All right, so now we're going to go to the Falcons and the Titans. Uh, four and three Falcons versus the two and four Titans. What are we thinking? Falcons. Uh, I think the Falcons got this just because the Titans' whole organization is in shambles. And it's kind of a shame because they're about to use the nicest uniforms in the NFL, which Jacob doesn't like because he's a Texas Old fan. Old. At the home, I don't even want to get into this. They're about to use the nicest uniforms in the NFL, and they're not even going to play that well, I don't think, unless Derrick, and, Derrick Henry can do something. I don't think they're going to do much. Yeah. I think, are they doing like a a half Will Levis game and half, uh, what's his name? Um, Malik Davis. Is it Malik? No, that's not no, Malik Davis. Not that's Malik running Davis. Uh, the other quarterback from Liberty. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, hopefully it's just a Will Levis game because I thought Will Levis, I mean. I think he needs to get a start, dude. I think yeah. so, too. I think I he think needs to get his, his feet wet in the NFL. Yeah. Okay. So, next game. I know you guys are going to be. I know what y'all, y'all's pick is going to be. Rams, Cowboys, 3-4 and four Rams, 4-2 and two Cowboys. I'm actually going to surprise you here, Jacob. I'm going to go ahead and take the Rams. No Rams? Mainly because <sighs> I'm, I'm not comfortable with the secondary in Dallas right now, especially with the loss of Trayvon Diggs and the way they've been playing the past couple of games. And then you're going up against Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua, yeah, who has been an underdog both, receiver yeah. this year. I'm going to go ahead and take the Rams in an upset loss to the Cowboys. What are you upset win to the Cowboys. I will not pick against my Cowboys. <laughs> I picked the Cowboys, and it might be a bias. But no, no, I, I'm not being biased. We have a good team. We have a good wide receiver core, you know, with Brandon Cooks, CD Lamb, Michael Gallup, even though he hasn't been the same since his injuries. Um, Dak, if Dak if, if, if if oh, yeah. plays the way he played in L.A. last time, dude, we, we have an easy game ahead of us. Yeah. Like. That 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 was the Dak Prescott that we needed to see. Like that, there was that one ball to Gallup that Gallup dropped. That yeah. was a beautiful ball to, to Michael Gallup. He dropped that. Like that was the Dak we needed to see, not the Dak from San Francisco. I think Definitely. if Stafford has time to throw the ball, I think this could be a game that maybe the Cowboys get upset just because that O line is horrible. But I mean, you get the ball to Cooper Cup, he's gonna make it make some people miss. We're gonna move on to the Vikings and the Packers. Three and four Vikings, two and four Packers. Jordan Love making mistakes. Is Jordan Love the answer? What do y'all think? I think Jordan Love still is the answer for the Green Bay Packers, but it is going to take time because, mind you, he sat, what, three years already of his career behind Aaron Rodgers, Mm -hmm. and this is his first year as a full starter. I think give him time. He's going to continue to produce, but 
This time around, I'm going to bet against him and go with Kirk Cousins and the Vikings, mainly because they are coming off of a big win on Monday against the 49ers, a team that's supposed to be the juggernaut in the NFC, Mm -hmm. and they held their own against them and got the job done, so I think they can go into Lambeau this weekend and get the job done again. Yeah, it should be interesting. I think this might be a game. I don't know. I think I'm going to take the Packers. I think this is going to be a game for Jordan Love to get back on track. I think that defense, the Vikings defense is horrible. So we're gonna have to see if Jordan Love can get back on track. I like the I like the Vikings in this game. They they did really good. Um, Jordan Addison Jordan really Addison he really, really good, popped yeah. off because that's what the, that's what needed to happen because Justin Jefferson was out and I literally said in the last episode I said if Justin Jefferson was playing this would be a different story. Yeah. But he was a Justin Jefferson though. Yeah. He was popping off he all was, game. He did have a really good game. It should be interesting. That game, I'll have to actually sit down and watch. Next game, Saints and the Colts. Gardner Minshew versus uh, Derek Carr. Both 3-4 and four teams. What do y'all think? I think the Colts are going to take this one, mainly because we saw how they played against potentially the number one defense in the league right now in the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. And they put up, what, 38, 39 points against them? Granted, there was a few uh, questionable penalties at the end of that game, but I think this is going to carry over. They're going to look to rebound this week, and I'm going to go ahead and go with Gardner Minshew and the Colts. Same track, too. I think the Colts are really good. I said it last week. I think the Colts were a quarterback away from being a playoff team. I think that whole organization is – I mean, you saw with Matt Ryan. That team was really good. They just are one quarterback away. And I think Gardner Minshew is a starter. I don't think he should be a backup. I think he should go – if had Anthony Richardson not gotten hurt, I think he should have just gone to uh, the Jets. The yeah. Garmin could have gone to the Jets, and he could have led that team to a playoff spot. What do you think, Matt? Once again, I'll be the only different one. I got the Saints. Yep. I, I really like the Saints team. I like Alvin Kamara. I maybe it's because I'm not a, like a huge Saints fan. Mm-hmm. Like I, I support the Saints. They're like one of like they're in my top five teams. Um, but maybe it's because I don't watch all the time, and like I really don't know what's going on too too much with the Saints because I'm not a fan, right? But a lot of Saints fans, like I said earlier, don't like Derek Carr. Mm -hmm. But I I like Derek Carr. I think he's an okay quarterback. It's just they just need to pick it up, and uh, he needs to be able to hit his targets. And, I mean, he has Alvin Kamara in the backfield. He's still still a beast. Mm -hmm. He really is. I I got the Saints. All right. An an interdivisional clash with the Eagles and the Commanders. Six and one Eagles, three and four Commanders. What do we think? Man, it's going to be a blowout. The Eagles are going to win it. It's sad to say. I don't know. I I think I'm going to take take the Commanders. Did did they win before? Uh, They lost to the Giants. They lost in overtime. So I think this is going to be a get-back game. It's hard to beat a team twice, especially with the Eagles-Commanders. You know how it was last year. Eagles were undefeated. Went to uh, Washington and lost. I think it's going to be Commanders. I, Sam Howell, when he played uh, Philly last time, he had a really good game. I think he's going to have another really good game. I, I'm going to go with the Commanders here. Yeah, I think the Commanders get their revenge this time around. I think so, too. Matt, what do you think? Yeah, I'm taking the Eagles. Okay. I, I, they're just too good of a team, to be honest. And it's, it's sad to say, because I hate the Eagles. But. Oh, me, too. Uh, so now next is the Browns and the Seahawks. Two very good defenses Ooh. going up against each other. Both 4-2 teams. What are we all think? All right, I want to I comment on this first. Okay, so we are talking about the Oilers uniforms earlier, but the Seahawks... I think they're going to be wearing their throwback uniforms, which me and Jacob were talking about the other day. Those are probably the nicest uniforms in the <laughs> yeah, NFL. Those, those I, are I probably like those. nicer than yeah. the Oilers uniforms. And I can't wait to see see them rock them. I think I'm, I'm taking them. I'm taking the Seahawks. I think it's going to be a defense versus defense, and I think the Browns' the offense really just isn't that good without, I mean, obviously, Deshaun. I think Deshaun Watson 
has a presence that makes uh, defenses have to work with him with his legs and stuff. So I don't think they're going to have Deshaun. I think it's going to have to be it's going to be the Seahawks here. What, yeah. do you, what do you think, Chris? I think it is going to be a slugfest between the battle of two very good defenses from the AFC and NFC, respectfully. And I am going to go ahead and take the Seahawks mainly because they do have that edge at quarterback and wide receivers as well with Geno Smith, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and Jack Smith Najigba. Mm-hmm. So I see Seattle as the more well put together team, the more healthy team overall. And I think they're going to get the job done this weekend. All right. Uh, so next is the Ravens and the Cardinals. Five and two Ravens and the one and six Cardinals. But the Cardinals can stay in the fight. We've seen that time and time again. What do y'all think? Mm, I originally had the Ravens, but now that I'm looking at it, I think we're going to go ahead and switch to the Cardinals. I think we're seeing another another situation where it was um, back in what was it, week two, week three, when mm-hmm. the Cowboys went into Arizona. Everybody was expecting the Dallas Cowboys to take care of Arizona, be a big blowout, and ultimately it was pretty much the opposite. Arizona dominated us throughout the game. And I don't don't think they're going to dominate the Ravens this game, but I think they're going to give them a run for their money. But I think at the very end they're going to pull away just enough to to put put together another upset loss. I'm going to have to side with you here. I think this is going to be one of those classic uh, Ravens games where Lamar struggles to get going. I think he will... Fantasy-wise, I think he'll only put like eight points up one of those games where he just really just does not have a good game. I'm going to go with the Cardinals. I think this could be the game where they could, you know, sneak under the radar and take this game. Um, I got the Ravens. I think the Ravens are going to do good. They, I mean, I was really, really high on the Detroit Lions, and they just shut them down. So, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go with the Ravens. I'm not going to bet against them again. All right, so the next game, another interdivisional uh, matchup. We're Chiefs and the Broncos, 6-1 and one Chiefs, 2-5 uh, and five Broncos. Chiefs have already beat them. You know how it is. It's hard to beat a team twice. What do you all think? I'm going to go ahead and say the Chiefs, yeah. hands down. Chiefs. Yeah, I think Easy I'll go game. with the Chiefs, too. Yeah. I think that Broncos team is even Are they playing shambles. in Arrowhead? I, or is no, it, it's in Mile High. It's Mile yeah. High. Okay. Oh yeah, great. Yeah, because Patrick Mahomes loves throwing it at Mile High Stadium. <laughs> yeah. So Chiefs, there. Uh, we're gonna move on to our next one: Bengals and the 49ers. The Bengals are three this is and three, be a good and one. the 49ers this is be a five good one. two. I, do you think Joe Burrow gets it, figures it out, or do you think it's just a 49ers game when they shut him down? I think Joe Burrow figures it out more in this game. I think so, too. As the Bengals are just continuing to climb up in the AFC. They have such an explosive offense that they haven't been able to utilize, man. T. Higgins is back. He's playing. Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, like all these weapons they have, man, with one of the best quarterbacks in the league at the helm of it all. So I, I... I don't think they're going to pick up from their errors just yet. I think, I think, I think the 49ers lose again. Uh, I want to say the Bengals. I think it's been seven weeks, basically, since Joe Burrow said he was kind of healthy and he's gone on. I think he's had seven weeks to heal. I think I'm going to take the Bengals here. I, I mean, I have Jamar Chase in my fantasy. I hope he has a good game. But I like the Bengals. I like Joe Burrow. I think that team is a really strong team once they get going, and they're tough to beat. And that defense is sneaky good. People don't really talk about the Bengals' defense, but they have a really good linebacking core. I'm going to take the Bengals here. What do you think, Chris? No, I do think the Bengals are going to uh, come out on top in this one, mainly because we saw how they struggled early on in the season, and now they're slowly but surely climbing back into that AFC playoff picture and that AFC North division race. So I think the Bengals are going to get the job done and hand the Vikings, excuse me, not the Vikings, the 49ers their third loss of their Third loss in a row. Mm, uh, our 49ers are starting another quarterback. Oh, what is his name? Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. So, I, again, I mean. That's going to be tough. Bengals, yeah. I mean, 
I do not care what happens to the 49ers as long as Christian McCaffrey goes off because he's on my fantasy team. <laughs> but, I, don't, I don't care. I don't care if they lose. I'd rather them lose than win. I don't care if they win either. I think the 49ers, though, that Kyle Shanahan system, is it's hard to be a bad quarterback. Yeah, it is quarterback-friendly in that yeah. system. So it should be a good game. I'm going to go with the Bengals here, and it's the 325 game, so after the Texans game, that'll probably be the game I tune into. Oh, yeah. Next is the Sunday night game, Bears-Chargers. What are we thinking? Why do they keep on putting the Bears in prime time, <laughs> I man? don't know. And, I mean, last time they are in prime time, DJ Moore, he went off. What yeah, was did. it, like 50 fans? Fantasy points almost. Yeah, I think he had like over 200 receiving yards. Yeah, yeah. like he just went off, man. But um, man, I don't know why they keep putting the the, the Bears in prime time. It's mm-hmm. just so annoying, to be honest. Is but. Justin Herbert the problem? Is that because I know we I mean, talked like, about this more. last oh, week? Yeah, definitely. He he um, he's not the problem, but he is overrated. Yeah. Did, you, did y'all see the uh, thing that came out this week that Justin Herbert has more losses than any other quarterback in the NFL right I now? I did not see that. Yeah. Wow. That's that's pretty crazy for being how good people say. People say he's so good, and I mean he has the most losses. Yeah. I mean, more than Dak, more than all. Um, this is a this is a big thing that people people talk about in the league of uh, Josh Allen and Justin Herbert. They really only get credit because. They've lost really, really good games mm-hmm. to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, or like, upset yeah, yeah, like or, regular, or upset him somehow. Like, uh, but like that's the reason though. Everybody's still so high on Josh Allen, no matter how many throws uh, picks he's gonna throw. Um, they're still high on him because he lost an overtime game to to Patrick Mahomes. He did have a good game on Thursday though. Thursday night he did. He, have he a did. He had good a better game, game yeah. but. You know, it's one it's pick, been rough. So. One, but exactly, yeah. he still threw a pick. That's like what three, four games straight with a pick. Mm-hmm. Um, so onto the Monday night game, Raiders Lions. What are we thinking? We think is this the Lions get back game where they get back on track, get back to their winning ways? What do y'all think? I'm uh, taking yeah. the Lions. Yeah, I am too. I think the Lions get back on track this Monday. Is uh, Jimmy G back for the Raiders yet, or is he still? At dealing the with his back moment, issues. I think he's still dealing with his back issues, so I'm not entirely sure, though. So it's going to be another Brian Hoyer game. I'm going to have to go with the Lions, I think, obviously. Kamara needs to, to pop off again. Yeah. It's going to be an okay game, but I'm taking the Lions. It's yeah, I think that Lions defense, it will shut down the Raiders offense. I yeah. Think. I mean, but they did, once they started getting to uh, Devontae Adams, I think that offense started to pick it back up. But, I mean, all you have to do is cover Devontae Adams. Yeah. And so... That was our picks for the and our NFL segment. We are going to now move on to the fights. Let Matt take over here. There was some big news this week. What do you think, Matt? So, yeah, Stipe, the Stipe fight's not happening anymore. That's crazy, man. Um, honestly, it sucks. It really does because I was really looking forward to that fight, you know. Like, he, he tore his peck right off the bone pretty much, uh, John Jones. That was a, I saw the video that. That was, yeah, like, crazy. That was bad. I, it makes me really sad, man, because I was looking forward to UFC 295, you know, Stipe and John Jones. But I guess it is what it is, man. Uh, John Jones, he'll be back. He will be back. And I was talking to my friend about this, and that was probably going to be John Jones' last fight. Yeah. And he just wasn't even able to fight it. Now he has to wait to fight his last fight. Yeah, who knows if he'll even come back. That's, so, that is a tough interview. Talking to about UFC, mm-hmm. we got UFC legend Francis Ngannou versus Tyson Fury. Mm, yeah. Today. It's today. Oh, it's going to be a great fight. Um, I'm really looking forward to that fight. I think it's going to be good because mm-hmm. like, Nganu is so huge and so scary. They're yeah. just they're just two monsters, and they're going to go at it. But I do got Tyson Fury in the fight. What do you think, Chris? 
No, I'm going to go ahead and side with you there. I think Tyson gets the job done. Yeah, I'm going to have to say I think I'm going to go Tyson Fury. I know you had some stuff to say about uh, the, the fight that was two weeks ago, Jake Paul. And okay. Oh, yeah. So Jake Paul, he is de- uh, scheduled to fight in December now. Who do y'all think that fight is? I don't know. It's got to be somebody good because, I mean, he keeps just fighting the older he, he UFC He said uh, he's, He said he's fighting a professional boxer. December 15th, Jake Paul's fighting. And he still hasn't announced who it is, but he said he wants a, a professional boxer. So we'll see who it is. Honestly, I don't think he's getting the Fury fight again until maybe later. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't fight KSI. He's, mm-hmm. he's levels above KSI. Yeah, he's starting to move to the realm of he needs to actually start yeah. fighting real fighters. Because he wants to be ranked. He wants to be a champion. Yeah. And he wants to fight Canelo in a couple years. And if he wants that, he needs to really start fighting real fighters and win, too. Not yeah. just fighting them. He's just so big, I think, that regardless of if he's a real fighter or not, I think he, he's he got that build to where he could be an actual fighter. He has bombs for hands, man. Yeah. He really does. And I think, I mean, he has all that money. I mean, you can buy the hire the best trainers and be the best you can be so I think I agree I think that once he starts fighting if he can start fighting real fighters I think at a certain point people are going to have to start respecting for a real fighter oh definitely we are going to now move into our NBA segment we what an exciting week yeah opening week opening yeah opening tip off a lot of good games some interesting games let's talk about Wednesday everybody I think we need to talk about everybody's favorite LeBron lost game one (laughs) The first game of the year that there was a lot like the, uh, the vi- he was mic'd up and I saw a lot of videos he was just trying his best to do everything he could to win yeah. and they still lost so I don't know I say I hate LeBron but I picked up up in fantasy so you know you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes he put up some good fantasy points yeah so first game on Wednesday we're talking about the Rockets and the Magic I'm a Rockets fan I think we came out and we just didn't have we forgot how to play defense and I thought I talked about last last week our defense is supposed to carry us with our new uh, head coach, Udaka, and I thought they would have more defense, but I guess the Magic team came up, came up on top 116-86. I think the Rockets are going to turn it around, but the veteran leadership needs to come in and take over. What do you all think? Man, I thought Jalen Green was going to play I better than that. Too, yeah. <laughs> that I mean, was sad. And Amen had a really bad game, too. He just couldn't. I probably first game jitters. He couldn't hit, he couldn't hit a shot. So we're just going to have to find out. And next game was the Hawks and the Hornets, 116-110. to 110. You know, I mean, the, Hawk, or the Hornets are an interesting team. There's always just something going wrong. And I, yeah. The Hawks, people forget that Atlanta really isn't that good of a team and that people are going to have to start talking about Trey Young leaving. What do y'all think? Where do you think Trey Young would even go if he left, though? I don't know. Maybe uh, Indiana. Indiana. That'd be that would be that'd be a weird destination. Yeah, that'd be really weird to see. There was a lot of games on Wednesday. There really Holy. was. Uh, the Wizards and the Pacers. Pacers won one hundred and forty three to one twenty. Talk about wow. a game with no. Man, and, and imagine adding Trey Young to that. Jeez. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I know. Um, what is his name? The player that was just on the Warriors that went to the Wizards. Um, Jordan Poole. Yeah, Poole. Jordan Poole came out and said this week that his legacy has already been. Imprinted with the championship, and now all he's going to do is worry about scoring. They lost those, so I get. And he didn't even lead the uh, game in scoring, so I think the Wizards are a weird team with Kyle Kuzma and Jordan Poole. I think that they just need to pick it up. But the uh, but the Pacers, they're so hit or miss. With I don't know if they're a good team or not, but who knows? Let's talk about the Heat and the Pistons. The Heat winning one hundred three to one hundred two. That was. 
Cade, Cade had a really good game. Yeah. Cade played well. I was I was happy to see that. And honestly, I expected a little bit more out of Jimmy. Yeah. But it's well, okay. Well, I mean, that's Jimmy, though. He's got that presence. He might not yeah. put up 20 points, but he's got that presence of being the guy who you, you're going to have to go through Jimmy. Yeah. And we know how he shows up in the playoffs. Speaking of like, Jimmy Butler, we have this weekend, I think it is... I think it's uh, Saturday or Sunday. Um, we have the, the the rematch, the Heat and the Celtics. What do y'all think of that? I, I I'm gonna have to go with the Heat. I mean, I think so too. And this is gonna be a good Jimmy Butler game. I yeah. think Jalen Brown still can't dribble on his left hand, so again, just go out yeah. his left. Okay, now let's talk about. We already talked about your Rockets. Let's talk about my Mavs and Chris's Spurs. <laughs> that game made me so happy. That that little step back three on Wemby and the, the other guy, I forgot his name. But that little step back three, <laughs> boom, hit it. I, I tell you, I jumped out like I jumped out of my seat. I started screaming. I was like, let's go, dude. Cause that was an amazing bucket. I saw yeah. that uh Victor Wembenyabe. I don't. I might have butchered his last name, but I saw that he didn't take a shot in the last four minutes. So. Yeah, that that was bad. Yeah, that, but he had a really good game. game. He did have a really yeah. good. He game. He had a really. And you could tell he is unguardable, man. He really is. Like, how do you how do you guard that man's jump shot when he's releasing it from like seven foot eight feet up? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's gonna be. It'll be interesting to see how that season goes with the Spurs. I, that, I mean, all you have to do is cover up uh, Victor, and who else is gonna <laughs> shoot the ball? I mean, yeah. Keldon Johnson's pretty good too. Yeah. They, they have a they have a good team. They have a good young team. They have Keldon Johnson. They had Sohan. They have they have a lot of good players. I really I like their future. They had a good game. Yeah, I am a glass half full kind of guy. I am upset that they did lose, but it is the first game of a very long season, and I think the Spurs could potentially turn it around. If not this year, for for sure uh, in the coming seasons with the okay. young team. So let's talk about the Thursday night games. We had some pretty substantial games with the 76ers and the Bucks could be a playoff matchup Bucks uh, Dame had a really good game really yeah. really good game uh, Bucks came out on top though 118-117 let's see uh, the Dame, beginning of the, the Dame Giannis era yeah that's scary dude yeah, that Dame was such 39. a good that was such a good game out of the two of them that was crazy I mean you gotta stop fouling Dame 17 free throws. Come on, you you can't yeah. foul him, but it's so hard. And to he should have had. He should have 18. Uh, they they, or he should have had like, he should have had the three. Cause cause remember, uh, he shot the he shot the three, mm-hmm. and. Uh, they didn't give him the four-point play. Yeah. But they had just given him a four-point play that looked exactly the same. Yeah. They kind of screwed him there. So, obviously, the 76ers. Uh, did y'all see the news about James Harden that he was he showed up? And, and they, they didn't let him travel. Yeah, they didn't, get the him, they didn't let him on the plane. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I think he's filing a grievance with them. But should be interesting. I think James – I don't know. I don't think Jeremy Morey is going to trade James. I think – I wish – well, I know that James went to the Rockets in the summer and was like, I want to come back to Houston. Mm-hmm. I know they had a whole meeting and contract ready for him, but I think James talked himself out of it, and he said that he wanted to come into Houston and lead the scoring like he did in the 2017-2019 20, era. I think that James, if he goes anywhere else, he could be a main scorer again instead of dishing out the ball. should be interesting. Let's talk about the Suns and the Lakers. Classic KD versus LeBron matchup. What do y'all think? <clears throat> Like honestly, I know Devin Booker didn't play. Yeah, Devin Booker didn't play. That that that's what made me kind of sad. I mean, Bradley Beal still they won. hasn't played. The Lakers yet. won, yeah. so I know. Uh, Bradley I'm Beal. actually gonna lock in LeBron's points right now because he scored over. Yeah. So I need to lock him in. 
But I think that the Suns team wasn't at full strength, and I think the Lakers barely squeaked by with just a KD-led team. And like I said last week, the Suns team really doesn't have a bench, and obviously we saw that it was just just KD. And KD can't really, obviously, I think KD, We everybody knows that KD can't lead a team. He's always yeah, on the super team. Mm-hmm. So I think that once the Suns get everybody back and everybody starts playing, I think that Suns team is going to be the team that everybody goes through. Let's talk about the reigning champions, the Nuggets. I know they played Wednesday. They're really good. They just kind of shut out the Lakers in a way. I think th- I don't. Do you think it was just because it's the Lakers and, and the Nuggets? They just have that tension from the playoffs, or do you think the Nuggets team is actually a really good team? They're actually a really good team. They just won a ring, and those rings, by the way, are beautiful. Yeah, Did you see the little are, features? Yeah, those are yeah. cool. How like if you scroll the little thing, it like. It shows like the 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 year they were established, mm-hmm. and then you scroll it, and it turns gold with the 2023 because that's the year they finally struck gold. Yeah. That that's an amazing oh, that ring, is, dude. Yeah, that is pretty cool. And obviously the Nuggets won that game. Mm-hmm. I think that it's gonna be the Nuggets and Suns. It's their uh, it's their uh, conference to lose. I think it's gonna be a big fight for them. It should the East should be a lot better than it has been in recent years. I think it should be interesting. Um, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Baseball. What do you? Baseball. What, 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 what? Oh baseball. Okay. Gosh. All right. Yeah. I know Jacob. I know it, it, it's sad. The Astros were out, man. But who do y'all got? Who do y'all got in this World Series? Because I did not see the Diamondbacks going all the way to the World Series. Realistically, it's gonna hurt. But I think the Rangers could take this in five. I think the yeah. Rangers are just so much better than the Diamondbacks. I think that Rangers team is gonna come out. This might on be fire. exciting. Yeah. This might, they, like Adolis Garcia is on fire, dude. He yeah. just. He just kind of murdered us. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I don't know if y'all are big Astros fans, but I know we have a lot of free agents going into this this summer. I know we're going to lose. We might lose Hector Neris, and I heard Michael Brantley might want to retire. So it should be this should be Dana Brown's, the GM. And this then uh, Dusty, Baker, Dusty Baker retired. Dusty Baker did yeah. retire. I'm like, as a person, I like Dusty Baker. I think that he is a good guy. I think he's someone's grandpa. I think that the slander towards him is deserved, but I mean, he seems like a really good guy, and he's been around since, I mean, Jackie Robinson was around. So I, I like Dusty Baker, but I am glad he's gone. I hope, what I've seen a lot of things that they're going to try and get a new manager outside of the organization. I don't think they should. I think they should take the bench coach, Joe Espada, and put him in there, because that's what everybody was talking about last year, but Dusty, they obviously they won the World Series. So they brought him back. I think it should be Joe Espada's year. I think that team loves Joe Espada. He's been there forever. So I think that he should be the one that takes over. And I think that Martin Maldonado should either take a step back and have to coach up Yiner Diaz or just retire. But I hope Yiner Diaz is the catcher of the future. I think that that team needs to just move on from Martin. It should be an interesting summer, and this will be Dana Brown's summer that people are going to remember him for. What do you all think? Honestly, uh, I just hope they can continue to be the team they've been because, like, they kind of have, like, a dynasty going, really. Mm-hmm. Like, if they would have gone back to the World Series, that would that would have been crazy. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm going to be real. I really like the Astros. I really do. But I don't mind another Texas team going, oh, yeah, to, going to the World Series. I can't do it. I just cannot. Like, as, as long as it's somebody from Texas. As long I can't as you're being be represented on a that. big stage like that. The only time I will not be happy if, like, Okay, never mind. This is this is a weird situation. I guess if the Texans went to the Super Bowl somehow, I would be, I would be cheering for them. But I don't know. I, I just cannot. <laughs> like the Rangers broke my heart when they beat the Astros. I, 
every game every game in the summer that the because I have it's uh, Clutch City Sports now, but it was AT and T Sportsnet. They play every single Astros game during the summer. I'm in front of the TV watching the Astros game. Doesn't matter when it is. I watch every single game, so I live and die with the Astros. I'm really upset that they didn't win that. But I think next year we'll come back stronger. We won't have to deal with the World Baseball Classic. We won't have to deal with Altuve being injured for the first few months. I think the team should be a little bit better. I think we're going to get rid of a lot of people. But I think hopefully we'll bring a lot of it's the main pieces there's, back. There's, we're so stacked that it's kind of hard to, to become bad all of a sudden. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that we're going to lose a few key pieces. Hopefully not. But I think that regardless if we lose these pieces or not, we'll still be better. We're getting a lot of pitching back. We'll get LMJ back. Hopefully he can go back to being really good, or maybe he's just injury prone. I'm not a real big LMJ fan just because I think he's untouchable because he's such, he's so in, intertwined with Houston. He has his founda- his dog foundation. I think that he'll come back. Luis Garcia will come back. He just had Tommy John surgery midseason. So I think it should be interesting. Um, it should be a really competitive summer. We could get some big names, but uh, obviously this all relies on Dana Brown on his shoulders. Yeah. I I want to talk about fantasy. Yeah, Do you want to talk about fantasy? We, talk about right. fantasy. We, 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 we talked about football, but we really didn't talk about fantasy too much. And we now that we have a fantasy basketball league, we can talk about basketball and fantasy. Okay, so, so let's talk about fantasy. I'll, I'll go to our dynasty league. I'm in multiple dynasty leagues. Yeah. We, we just had a draft this week for another dynasty. Dude, with 31 rounds was atrocious. And then all of a sudden, I look at my whatever the AI did for me after I stopped picking around 20, and it picked like six linebackers, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I had to drop, like, four. That is so stupid. So, but. my team I drafted, it was Wednesday night. I got Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, you have to take him first. I think he's a generational talent, and, again, it is five years. I think Patrick Mahomes, obviously, will be there for five years. I yeah, think yeah, he's he has, what, like, seven more years on his yeah, contract. Yeah, I think he will be dominant for five years. I picked Tony Pollard because he's had such a good year. Like I said, he's getting 20, 20 touches a game. And I took Isaiah Pacheco because he's such a beast. All that speed and power. He, they talk about how running backs make certain cuts and they lose, lose, uh, lose speed. I don't think Pacheco loses speed when he makes cuts. I think all of his cuts are positive cuts. I also took Jalen Waddle. He's 23, I think, or he's 10, 23, 24. I think he's going to be there for a while. Obviously, we've seen what Tyreek says. He's going to be there for one more, one or two more years. Who's the best candidate to take over that role? It's going to be Jalen Waddle. I think Jalen Waddle is actually really good. He's just, oh, people forget about him because Tyreek's there. And then I took um, Brandon Ayuk. He's pretty young, and I think that 49ers team, it'll be a long time before they're bad again. I mean, obviously, uh, with Purdy Hurt, should be interesting. I also took Dalton Kincaid. I knew he, that uh, Dawson Knox broke his wrist and that Donald Kincaid was going to have a good game. And obviously we saw that with 65 yards and a touchdown. Hell of a game. And then I took Mike Evans, which he could be a Texan. I don't want to get all excited, but he could be a Texan. He had a touchdown last night, but it was kind of a end-of-the-game touchdown. 12 points. I'll take it. I took Christian Kirk. I know he's pretty old, but I know that he's a win-now kind of guy. I also took Geno, another guy who, who could be there for one or two more years. Yeah, it should be interesting. What about you? What's your team looking like, Matt? So, uh, quarterback, got Lamar Jackson. Running back one, Joe Mixon. Running back two, Damian Pierce. Going to be good. He's young. Mm -hmm. Stephon Diggs, DK Metcalf. Sam Laporta, I think this was one of my better picks because he's 
He's a very young tight end, and I he's, he's doing really good. There's not a whole lot of tight ends right now that are better than Sam Laporta, especially yeah. with how many times he gets the ball. I In my other dynasties that I drafted um, before the season started, I took Don, or Sam Laporta everywhere. I, I really like Sam Laporta. I think he was the best tight end coming out of the draft. With, I mean, there was, what, four tight ends that came out of the draft? Yeah. yeah. I think that he really – he's the guy that – uh, Jared Goff needed. I mean, obviously you saw Jared Goff love TJ Hawkinson, but they traded him. I think Sam Laporte is going to take over that role. Should be interesting. Um, I tried. Don't... I tried to draft young, so mm-hmm. uh, I took Dalvin Cook's younger brother, James Cook, mm-hmm. and then I took the young uh, wide receiver from Washington, Jahan Dotson. Mm-hmm. I took Matthew Stafford. And then I took Carlson, the kicker from yep. the Va- uh, Las Vegas Raiders. And honestly, I think I really outdid myself with my defense here. <laughs> I got Max Crosby, TJ Watt, and Sauce Gardner. All right. That's pretty a, interesting. That, that's a lot really, of young guys. Yeah. But I didn't really talk about my defense, but I took a pretty old defense. Aaron Donald, I don't think he'll yeah, be back dude, next he, year. He's going to be gone, yeah. I took the linebacker, uh, Zaire Franklin, from uh, the Colts. He's 27. He, I have him in again. I have him in my other dynasty. He puts up twenty plus points a game. I like him. And then I took, uh, I don't even want to butcher his name, a DB from uh, San Francisco, Talona Hufunga. Oh yeah, yeah, Hufunga. Yeah, yeah. So he's pretty good. So it should be interesting defense wise, but. At the end of the day, we'll have to find out. My bench, I'm actually looking forward to some of these players developing. I have uh, Michael Mayer, the, one of the other rookie tight ends. I um, just I just wanted to draft young. Mm-hmm. I got um, Marvin Wims from Denver Broncos. Hopefully he can do something. I got Sky Moore. Sky Moore has been really good mm-hmm. for the Chiefs. I wish I could have gotten uh, Rashi Rice, yeah, but someone else took yeah. him. <laughs> um, the player I'm looking forward to the most developing, hopefully under the Chargers, is Quentin Johnston. Yeah, I think I, once Keenan Allen retires, because I don't, he might yeah. have two more years. Yeah, I think that Quentin Johnston will have to. take I, over. I really liked him back at TCU. You know, he was, he a was big, really good at TCU. He was a big piece in that um, that championship drive, and they lost <laughs> big. That was terrible. I, I was so sad. But yeah, honestly, and then there it is, my team has like five different linebackers on the bench um, which one of them was Levante David who scored 24 last night yep so mm-hmm. we're gonna try a new segment here we're gonna talk about some college football we didn't really hit on it okay. but let's start with our our college what do you guys think of today tonight the game uh, it should be interesting I don't know I think that this is this is their last they're not last home, home right? game yeah, this, this is the last home game this is the last home game of the season they're trying to make the playoffs. Obviously, guys, turn tune into the JBM. We had a whole segment on it. Four string quarterback came in, took over that last drive. I think it should be interesting. I think the Hubliners will come out on top. I think so too. I think we got this one. We we had some rough patches, you know, homecoming. We've got oh, lost yeah. our blown out. <laughs> we yeah, we lost our homecoming game, got blown out. You know, I have faith in the guys. I think I think we can win this game. All right, well, that is all for the CJM Podcast, Episode 2. I'm your host, DJ Daniels, here with Matthew Roberts and Chris Olivares. Thank you guys for tuning in. Every Saturday, we are here live talking to you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for all the support. Bye, guys. Peace out. See ya.